<laughs> we just narrowly missed um disaster just narrowly missed disaster that's (laughs) a show title that would surely have ended our podcast um what's sad is what's sad is it wasn't the worst we've come up with so far so (laughs) no no not even the worst tonight there's there's no we in this situation that was all you that last one wasn't me (laughs) we are not discussing that it has been a wild ride already all right, chaps, it is the 30th of December in 2021, and this is going to be the final installment of the Loose Screws podcast before we tick over into a new year. Joining me tonight is Commander Chig. How you doing, man? Good evening. I'll try not to drop in and out like Nurgle seems to be doing constantly. (laughs) Nurgle's here. His internet is being very interesting. um, So we'll maybe catch up with him in a minute. Uh, NL Hate. Hi. Uh, There may be some screaming in the background, and I apologize for that. (laughs) Hate's going to be strategically muting. And uh, Teflon is joining us tonight. Hi, Teflon. Hi there. How's it going? Well, uh, and if Nurgle pops back in, we'll catch back up with him. But I guess in the meantime, um, we have, haven't have seen each other since the holiday business. Well, I, I, I guess I haven't been around. But anyway, we had a big holiday mess instead of a podcast last time. I mean, party. Sorry, we had a big holiday party instead of a podcast last week. And uh, did everybody have fun? Was it ridiculous or what? Yay! Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I killed Chig. Definitely worth. <laughs> yeah, Chig him. died a few times. It started by Dubs mm-hmm. using a T10 to kill my Sidewinder. Uh, the biggest weakness of the Sidewinder, even fully engineered, is you can only boost like once an hour. And <laughs> then at the end of the night, everybody killed my T10. So it started the night me being killed by a T10 and end of the night me dying in a T10. It was a fun night. I hate you all. <laughs> Yeah, so the the name of the game on the holiday party, we we recorded a bit of podcast that made it into the feed, and anybody who looked at the YouTube feed, uh, then you you got to see the the rest of the nonsense. And the I wrangled a bunch of Discord videos onto stream. At some points, we had as many as five people streaming their gameplay, and then getting crammed onto YouTube. So that's all there. Um, if for some reason you want to torture yourself by watching it, I think probably most of it is pretty hard to decipher, but we had uh, some unengineered adder battles and then as well, anything that anybody wanted to bring and fight. And there were many deaths and it was very fun. Um, and we should do, we should do some more. I think everybody's up for a bit of PVP events. Um, more, more structure next time. will make sure. it a more pleasurable thing to do. I want to say the fight of the night, though, was Crash versus Dubs. Dubs in his crazy armored Type 7 and Crash in his uh, Chieftain that uses plasma slugs. So he ran (laughs) out of fuel before the fight was over, and I had to bring him fuel. So that was was fun. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, I think that if we do those again, the the comments, well, I mean, it was pretty obvious that it it lacked structure. The the thing is, the the one structured piece of it that we tried to do was the, I'm sorry, I think I said adders earlier, the haulers fight. And it's 
doesn't it doesn't work that great to do the the way we had set it up. Like everybody bring haulers, and we actually had to break it up into a few different rounds. Um, so that ended up needing a little more structure, and then the rest of it was just free form, and that of course was a complete and total mess. So I think yeah, a little more structure, like planning a few intentional. Um, I don't know if you call them rounds or bouts or something to that effect. And then um, actually holding it to that. Yeah. Um, hopefully well, yeah, that's really good. The event was set up to do haulers and I still have not owned a hauler. If that tells you <laughs> yeah, I, I don't own a hauler. So I was like, oh, I have an anaconda. That's close enough. <laughs> I, I bought my PC commander's first hauler. Uh, 12 hours ago because I got stranded with my FDL in the Pleiades. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I had never bought a hauler before that night either, but hey, um, so Nurgle's here for a minute. Nurgle, how you doing tonight? If he's here, if it's going to work, maybe not. I spoke too soon. <laughs> Earn your hearing aid on. So Nurgle had a, a medical procedure earlier today and was uh, still a little woozy from anesthesia anyway, so um, he was planning on having some limited podcast interaction, I think. So anyway, if you want to jump in at any point, Nurgle, feel free. Otherwise, um, yeah, that was a fun holiday party. Uh, on, also on the show tonight, we'll do some squad updates. We'll look back at the past year. And Chig is streaming to us. What's going on? I'm just showing you typical Odyssey goodness. Oh, they're, apparently they're, there's bugs. <laughs> they're halfway into this. Happens far too frequently. They'll sometimes they'll be hovering in the air. Other times, miscellaneous distances into the hall when you're at uh, stations, and it'll oh. be the entire facility are all kind of unless you're sitting, then they're fine. Sitting, you're fine. But if you're standing, your legs are are. Neat. Oh, they're okay. It's only in this area You've here. Only got and one person here. No, there's mm -hmm. one there in locked in the hall, mm -hmm. or into the what would that be? The bulkhead? I don't know. Our navy <laughs> guy can answer the question. Like, look at this guy; he's in the counter. Just his head is hanging out. <laughs> if it if it is a wall, then yes, it is a bulkhead. No, then the it's floor, a floor. Well, this is a the, counter. I don't know the, what this is. The floor. Yeah, the, the pioneer the, supplies is in his own counter. In shoulders, he'll cure dandruff. Floor is the deck, the walls is the bulkhead, and the ceiling is the overhead. Okay, overhead, we gotcha. Well, this guy is in the employees only counter inside it. Yeah. No, you can't go there because you're not that, only he can go inside the counter. And the employees only counter. And this is just a very short person behind the desk. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Um, All right. That's good podcasting. Never mind. Carry on. I was going to ask. Uh, well, that's why I was trying to describe the visuals. Uh, the, um, this past week, what you been up to? What's new? You know me? Yeah, sure. Well, it's that great week between Christmas and New Year's where there's not much going on and I got a kid okay. at home. Izzy got her braces off today. Um, you know, that's two years of metal in her mouth. So she was super happy, but we're driving up there and she says to me, she, uh, I told her, yeah, we're going to be doing the last podcast of the year tonight. And she goes, you've been doing that podcast for like a year. I said, a lot longer than that. And then she goes, well, whatever. And you've never had me on the show. I said, you don't play elite. You've logged on like five times ever. She goes, yeah, but I fly that. Um, wait, what's my ship? I've got the, um, 
Um, <laughs> what, what's it? I said, it's three letters, starts with an A. She goes, ASP? Yes, ASP what? And she goes, ASP Adventurer. I go, huh, that's pretty close. Say you're in the neighborhood. What else could you call an adventurer? And she goes, a traveler? Asp traveler? No, you're you're in the neighborhood. And then she went, Asp Walker? What? Asp Walker? And then she goes, Oh, explore, explore. And she got it. But how her mind went to Walker for a spaceship was interesting That's to me. So, so great. Thought I'd I mean, share her that. not playing her not playing elite. I mean, I'm on the show. You play. You you were there to kill me and your anaconda at a hauler event, so don't don't give me this shit that you don't play. Well, I mean, I don't remember the when was the last time I played before that. Maybe the last <laughs> you event. A, you had a broken computer though for a while. Yeah, you're just getting up and functioning. But I other did than for that, a while, yeah. Other than that, you know me, I set stupid goals for myself in this whole Ooh. Odyssey thing. I've been on a mission to get every weapon and every suit to grade five. Nice. And I How's it going? I am almost done. That's what I'm working on right now. I need like five manufacturing instructions. I'll have all 11 weapons in all three suits. Now, when I whined about Odyssey engineering before, you know, it's like probably just because it was a new grind. Now, once I started doing it, I'm like, well, really? There's like, what are there, 36 ships? I don't remember, 38, 36, something like that. And each ship can have a bunch of different functions this odyssey stuff there's only so much you can do on the ground so it's not like a mm. whole lot i'm i'm never gonna have to engineer anything or upgrade anything ever again until they put in some stupid guardian unlock or something at some point but so you just don't talk about you that. don't need any other builds you know it's just sort of like you, you really well what i <laughs> you don't not right now I mean, like yeah. I said, I'm I'm upgrading all these weapons to grade five, but then you've got your four engineering slots. But mm -hmm. what you know, there's specialty stuff I could do, but with what I already have engineered, you know, upgraded engine engineered, there's nothing PVE in this game that matters. Like I'm just right now in an anarchy system flying from installation to installation and murdering every individual in there and stealing engineering mats because the <laughs> PVE side of it, they can't, they can kill you if you're not paying attention, you know, or if you do something stupid, but if you're just looking at your monitor, you're probably not going to get killed by, by PVE stuff. So instead, you know, I want to have a little bit of everything in case something becomes the meta. Like I'm really hoping Thargoid stuff on the, on the ground becomes a thing where there's like big mm -hmm. aliens and swarms of aliens and, you know, some actual oh, <laughs> gameplay. And I want to make sure that I already have, you know, whatever weapon becomes like the meta or whatever suit, you know, so I'm ready just to jump right in. That's the only reason I'm, doing it right now because yeah the on-ground stuff is hmm. really really easy once you get some stuff upgraded sure sure you know i i i get that and i agree like you could have that'll be that'll be the thing um and, and i think everybody's kind of expecting that right too but um i, I would kind of just you're just making me think of this right now because everybody keeps being curious if i'm ever going to buy odyssey that one thing that would be tempting, because I've said I'm not I'm not going to buy it until it has VR support, because that's what I want. Um, oh. But if there was if if the Thargoid ground combat comes, 
and it's compelling, that's going to be a that's going to make this uh, sticking to my guns harder. I'll I'll say that much. Right on. Yeah. I'm still hoping they give you your VR at some point, but I'm still hoping they put this game on console at some point. <laughs> but I'm also hoping one day we get crossplay. I'm also hoping that one day. Never mind. <laughs> That's a wish list a mile long. <laughs> Just think about Thargoid ground combat inside like stations where the looks like kind of like the burning stations with all that power out. They're in the room, man. They're in the fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> Coming out of the walls. I keep going back to the old, you know, original Starship Troopers movie. I'm hoping for something like that. Like when they're in that canyon and there's that big alien crawling along and somebody jumps on top and shoves a grenade in its blowhole, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Of course. Blowholes. You know, with everybody else shooting, definitely got to be blowholes involved, right? I I think so. I know. You know what? Let's just take a few (laughs) minutes and and come up with what do we think Thargoids look like? Chig thinks there's blue holes. Anybody else want to go? Well, right now, I think they look like anuses, but (laughs) current current iterations. Your your sphincter is the word you're looking for. There we go. Sphincter. There's there's definitely got to be some butthole aesthetics in there. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) I'm having fun. Okay. Um, I think we were still on what have you been doing this week, Chig? Um, Let's... Let's, um, let's move on to the next person at, the, at yes. Sphincter and move on to, to hate. What you doing? Like, what you doing, like, man? They're pretty that, green, so it'd be gangrenous buttholes. Well, oh, that's kind God. of the Sphincter's job is to cut it off, isn't it? Never mind. Carry on. Move no, forward. the Sphincter is to pinch it off. It's different. Pinch it off. Oh, cut. Pinch. I don't know. Depends on the strength of your Sphincter, I suppose. But I mean, there's multiple, there's multiple uses for that, you know. Oh, God. Not much I can say is going to compete with all this butthole stuff. Uh, I have climbed 4% through Deadly. Uh, I am still trailing behind everybody else. But I have found a way that I can earn about a percent every 90 minutes. And how is that? Well, once I pass everybody and I'm elite, I will definitely share with the class. Oh, I see. <laughs> It will definitely share with the classes and shove it in everybody's face. Sure. Well, you started after most of us because you were an Xbox player for quite some time. Actually, according to Anara, uh, Nurgle and I got to Deadly the same day on Super Oh, fantastic. So Cool. So that's your grind. Yeah. Uh, and, and Halo. There's a lot of combat. A lot of combat. <laughs> And then and some of it's evolved. One more time, a lot of damage. Some of it is evolved. But Track stole my joke. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> we can count on each other, though. You know that. Hey, what have you been doing this past week, Teflon? Um, I saw Spider-Man No Way Home. I heard that was good. It's really good. It's fantastic. My favorite, my favorite Marvel movie so far. Normal movie. What does that mean? Marvel. Marvel. Oh, oh I, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. I watched Expanse episode four before the podcast. No oh, one cares. Recap? It's not your recap? turn anymore. It's my turn. <laughs> oh, I also boy. watched all of, all of Hawkeye. Cool. And I played Halo and Legend of Zelda because I got the Game & Watch for Christmas. And Awesome. Um, the cadence of Hyrule Crypt of the Necrodancer for Switch for Christmas. Necrodancer? 
Necro Dancer. Dancer. Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a picture and show you. And wow. uh, some D and D books. Rad. Three, three of them. Crazy. You know, to help kill my players. He's oh, talking boy. about me. I, I, I think I, I think you're the the favorite I child. A, I think I've got a target on my back. No, I, I'm I think pretty I've sure gone too me. long without without being killed. There are specifically two people that have a target on their back. Oh, the two who still have their medallion. Ah, that's not me. Yeah, I, I do have a medallion. I didn't say that. You made that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You made that. But um, hey, and if and you know I, what they say about assumption, it makes an ass out of you and umption. Go sit in the corner. <laughs> hey, I'm quoting Samuel L. Jacks from Long Kiss Goodnight. Come on. Good movie. Good actor. Go, go sit Cut me in some the slack. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. It's not fight. And I played a little <laughs> bit of Elite. We were killing Thargoids and then I killed Chig. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you guys I have fight. a Thargoid night that I missed? I, I finally I made, made good on that threat that I was going to kill Chig. Yeah, he did. Nice. And we killed Thargoids. Yes, it did happen. Didn't someone kill... Uh, the tracks, you were there. Yeah, you must be talking about the, the last time we all got together. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't listen to this show. Uh, <laughs> did, did you guys kill Basilisk or shoot Thargoids last night? No. There no. was talk of it, but I don't think anybody did. I was, I was busy. No, last myself. night, like, Bonzo... Was on. Jay Moore was on. Volt. Uh, me and Data and uh, Sweet D. Diani's symbiont, and a few of us went and did a few ground CZs last night. We were like, if Crash shows up, we'll go kill aliens. Crash never showed up, so screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> very rude. Very rude. Cool. Well, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been on Elite since the holiday party. Been, you know, it's that time. It's between Christmas and New Year's. There's just a lot of nonsense. So the the wife and daughter are, are home off from school, and, and that always throws my schedule into a turmoil. I basically don't even know what day it is if they're not going to school. But, Yo, I feel that. That is exactly yeah. how I. Yeah. How I like, am. My yeah. My whole rhythm. Anyway, um, but I. I did get some new stuff, which I've been trying out. I got this this um, thing, this Elgato Wave XLR, which is a microphone preamp, but with Elgato's like streaming audio mixer tech built into it. And it's pretty fantastic. And I'm not going to spend too much time on it because it's probably meaningless and boring to most people, but it's a, a able to do a bunch of audio routing of different sources and balance the mix so your stream has a different output from your monitor mix and stuff like that. And they just did an update that lets you put VST plugins in it so I can run like compressors and gates and stuff in line. And that's fantastic. So I basically picked one up when that happened and switched everything over. Quick review, I think it's pretty great. And the preamp quality is good, which matters if you're, this is the sort of thing you would bring your own mic to. Um, so obviously I have mics and it does a great job of powering my dynamic mics, which take a lot of power, uh, a lot of gain, I should say. And um, it's pretty great. It has a couple of drawbacks that 
I think they could fix with a software update that I hope they do, like being able to sidechain. And I think technically it needs three outputs. I think it's totally silly that they only gave it two. But anyway, we'll see. That's all software stuff, so it could totally be Did I be walk fixed. into the Tone Control podcast? <laughs> what is happening? Not quite. Anyway, oh, but I'm using, it, I'm using it now, and it's pretty <laughs> awesome. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Oh, but uh, and Chinese. Yeah, sorry. I try. I try to go quick. And then the only other, like I've, I've only gotten on Elite earlier tonight, um, since the uh, holiday stream, and actually went and sorted out all my spaceships and my modules and stuff. I had not gone and like, okay, this is a super first world Elite player problem, but. I had 40 ships on my carrier because I had a bunch of like storage ships from before we had 200 modules in storage and I couldn't like get new ships and summon them to my carrier. And I, I complained about that and everybody made fun of me for having extremely first world problems. But anyway, so I, I cleaned out a bunch of stuff and rearranged a bunch of storage ships and compacted everything and feeling much better now. Whatever, it's their fault for making me use storage ships in the first place. So, um, and anyway, now I'm now I'm here, and that that's it. So, hooray! Okay, there. I didn't talk too long about audio crap. So, um, I think this you use, is t- what you you use OBS for streaming, don't you? Oh, sure do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I may have to talk to you about how that set up uh, afterwards. How to set up OBS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. specifically for streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm OBS. Still, I'm still is, using the Twitch Studio, and I'm I might switch over to OBS for OBS. A, a smooth brain like me can handle OBS. You'll love it if you start using it. It's so easy. Yeah. It's very powerful, but uh, it can be used extremely simply as well. So I yes. can definitely help with that. Yeah. All right. Do you want to, do you guys want to get into a little bit more podcast content? Um, the next thing on my list is the squad update. It seems like um, we're not going to have a Nurgle. He can't successfully stay connected for more than a few seconds. So I think, hate it's going to be all up to you. I think I'm going to play the Chig squad update. So buckle up. So uh, how about we do a squad update? The bang squadron update. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, Shig. I'll, I'll start shooting you more in a second. I want to do a squad update real quick. Uh, oh, I'll shoot recently, you while you're doing that. We recently expanded out of Seven Andromeda into the Jans system. We're going to have uh, recently expanded protection in the Jans system, so we can't start a, a retreat, but we do not want to stay in the Jans system. Not for any reason, but sometimes we're too powerful and we get like accidental expansions like we had in Yemia, uh, which yep, would be yeah. the, the same problem, like 100% the same problem as the Yemia problem. It's a Prenavantal power uh, system. It's not a big problem. population. We really don't need to be there. Uh, it doesn't have extra, you know, uh, reach for us to go any further in that direction. Uh, we're trapped up against... Uh, a bunch of Frenchmen on that side. <clears throat> and uh, we're also trying to get Balmus into uh, control. Uh, by the time this, this podcast is live, the tick may have rolled through and we may have triggered a war already. So 
Now, if you're listening, maybe check the squad orders on the uh, or on Discord, uh, and then in in about a week, we're gonna work on retreating out of the Jans system. I think I had something else on show notes that are behind Elite, but I was busy shooting at a yeah okay. Uh, Six Andromeda or Mayakaro is also going to be, expand very soon, uh, and. We're going to be heading directly to the Snoky Jan system, which is where we wanted to go when we ended up in the Jans system. Okay, so we're actually going to pull it off this time? Uh, maybe? As long as we can trigger the retreat that is in Snoky Jan that we're, we've been trying to trigger for a while. We will definitely right go that way. And that, uh, that is currently the squad updates. Check out the the Discord for extra orders. Nice, thanks. Cool. So, um, great. Uh, so, Jay Baron the Barn has sent me a uh, Galnet news update that I'm gonna play now, and I think he's getting us caught up on the maybe more than a week that we we're behind on that. So here comes. Well, that's fine, what? but if it's bad news, I'm gonna blame the Bard. <laughs> uh, so clever very good here we go come aboard the Tinhadium Express please feel free to take advantage of our flight attendants for your entertainment and don't forget this liner is in the top 100% of all liners out there while there's a lot to go over from the past two weeks for the sake of time the recap will be condensed into tiny bite-sized pieces it's easily digestible with uh, this week's main course and please ignore the one-way class and any scientists you may see let's get started so the winking cat up to bat back to back Eric Gunnarsson initially receives a message from the cat at least we believe from the cat alluding to a scavenger hunt Began on the 16th. Uh, the hints for this thing were delivered through Galnet. Uh, apparently, these messages were unauthorized, and Galnet had to apologize for that. And then the hints continued to be delivered through Galnet, forcing Galnet to apologize again. We don't really know if this is the end of it, but I hope not because it's really funny. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's kind of the gist of the whole thing right there. There's uh, kind of like two or three stories that are tied into the winking cat scavenger hunt thing, and a good chunk of stories were just the like hints themselves, but I'm not going to go over them. There are some neat implications in these hints, though, especially the one about uh, uh, Zachary Rackham. Interesting, interesting stuff in there. But we got to move on. So the next thing on the list here is the Steel Majesty. Under new management, the name was changed to uh, Fairfax Vision instead of the Iron Maiden. Uh, it's renamed in honor of Dr. Jenna Fairfax, who led millions to safety from the Empire. Uh, it was initially used by Minister Aaron White's followers during the Marlinist Civil War and used again by NMLA in an attempt to rescue Theta-7. Did not go well for them. Spoiler alert. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all there is to that. Uh, that part of the story there. Uh, moving on. Aging Aegis loses military personnel to salvation. Uh, military leaders tired of playing defense. Defect to salvation. Uh, all three superpowers are losing personnel to salvation. All three superpowers funded Aegis. So... 
funding would include personnel, weapons, things like that. Well, it's being siphoned off to salvation now because Aegis, well, kind of um, on the way out, as it were. Especially with Aiden Tanner freeze and court martial, no one's stepping up to take over, and the investigation that's currently being under currently happening, no news on that, no update yet. We get that next year, early next year, I would assume. Uh, Salvation, by the way, may be formally recognized, which could mean that they can be formally dealt with, which is looking less less like it at this point. Then could actually replace Aegis, and we'll get to that a bit later on as to why that may be. Data 7 was unmasked, and he would have gotten away with it too if it hadn't been for those meddling kids. John Tyburn, average imperial citizen, had democratic ideals, and you can't spread those democratic ideals if you're an imperial citizen. For that, he was arrested, his marriage was annulled, and his kids were hauled off into state care for doing so, for spreading those ideals. Uh, this somehow radicalized him against the Empire, and he joined the NMLA, and he started his career smuggling bombs for them. At some point in his career, he was rearrested and then shipped off to Serene Harbor. From that point on, John was no more. Theta 7 was who he was. Now, John may be dead, and his memory might be, I don't know, remembered, but Theta 7 is what is how he'll be rem- uh, remembered, and his legacy of terror will live on. Moving on from there, the Thargoids insist on selling religion to unprepared pilots. Advances in several systems have not waned. This comes after the second ever usage of Salvation's superweapon. Um, it's kind of a worrying thought because, well, that's what you know, repelled them the first time in Kornsar. So I don't know. You know this could spell some pretty bad news, so if we don't get something serious quick, well, could get really ugly really quickly. Uh, I mean, it, it could go one of two ways. Like, you know, when we get finally get to see what they look like on foot, maybe, but I don't think that's going to happen for a little while longer. Um... Yeah, could force them out of space, onto the ground. Who knows? I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, Moving on from that to a related point, and this actually ties back into an earlier point I made. Alliance and Sirius sitting in Alioth, planning first uh, comes weapons, then comes ships. I was supposed to go P-L-A-N-N-I-N-G, first come weapons, first then come ships, whatever. You get it. I botched it. Deal with it. Uh, I don't know if it's true. If they're making weapons and ships, just make a joke. All right, deal with it. But Sirius and Alliance are in talks about uh, protection from Thargoids. So this is why I think Aegis may be on the way out, because Mahone has been steadfast in backing Aegis and saying we need funds for Aegis, things like that. But if he's talking more to more to Lee Young Rui could be on the way out. I don't know. 
but that kind of points in that direction. And it's interesting to know what comes of this agreement between Sirius and uh, the Alliance. See if there is maybe some sort of new technology or just they're shoveling more bodies into the into the military. Like, that's all it is, but I don't know. We'll have to find out. Uh, so that's just more stuff to come into the next year. And speaking of that, uh, the most recent articles were of Galnet's recap of 3307. These stories, there have been two of them so far. There's just way, way, way too much to just list in this segment I've got. Uh, for the full details, if you're not already in the Discord, join up, go down to the Bard's Lore Corner, it's going to be there. But yeah, there's just a lot happened this year. A lot happened this year. And only imagine what's going to happen next year, because we've got several different things you can almost kind of see, just based off some of the stuff I've talked about. A whole bunch of things being set up. Going to get knocked down at some point. We've got the Thargoids that aren't backing down. We've got Gownlet being compromised. Aegis <laughs> could be on the way out, being replaced by some mysterious man called Salvation. Uh, Alliance and Sirius, you know, Alliance trying to not be like the Federation, but joining forces with a massive federal corporation. Like this, this whole thing is just one big old pile of kindling that's ready to just go. Anyways, it's going to be a wild and bumpy-ass ride uh, coming up. That's that's my prediction for that. Speaking of predictions, political uh, prediction for tomorrow, I don't think there's going to be one, considering tomorrow's the 30th of December. If anything, we're going to start fresh on the 6th of January. And, well, hell, make a prediction about that. It could be the... Uh, might actually be the uh, resuming of the Colonia Bridge project. Maybe. That was February. I don't remember. Anyways, well, that's all I've got for you today. Uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, yeah, leave it at that. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, Baron. Uh, hold on while I change my mutes around. There we go. Thank so... <laughs> What happened? I was the only person that appeared to be muted. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there was there was background noise. I'm sorry. Um, yes. So, okay. Thanks for the update on Galnet. That was fun. Uh, I think we have a good system going here. So, let's let's get into the let's get into the thing, huh? Um, as far as uh, actual like topics and news and stuff. Um, there was no dev news this week. Everybody's off, of course. Um, the bit of stuff that I did write down was just to update that um, update 10 is planned for the new year. It originally was going to have the fleet carrier interiors. They have said that that's been pushed to update 11. I think that's a sure thing at this point. Uh, and update 10 is going to be, I, I don't know of any features that are planned. So it's like a um, concentrating on performance and bugs and stuff. Um, hopefully it would come with a fix for the hostile ships don't look like they're hostile bug. 
which apparently persists. Uh, this is news to me because things still things still work right in Horizons, everybody. Um, anyway, so uh, what what discussion, if any, happened about uh, the new things that have come in the in the past while here? Um, multi limpets, uh, the as the new SRV. And then there was a fleet carrier preview as well. And you, what what among these have been uh, discussed on the podcast? Because I haven't been here for every episode. About the only discussions we had were during our brief little episode okay. before murder time last week, because we didn't so have an episode the week before that. Yeah, we we didn't have an episode. So yeah, it's been multiple weeks since the last time we had a real sit down discussion. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, all right. Well, in that case, uh, what what do you want to tackle first? Anybody? You're in charge, mommy. I'm in. Ch- <laughs> all right. All right. Talk talk multi Olympic controllers. Then um, I still haven't used them, but I've in, I've done some investigating now about what turned up because it did come out a little differently than what I was expecting. Um, that is to say, I was kind of expecting them to be like underrated like as though they were the size below but really it's just that like you kind of can't get an a-rated one is what turns out to be the issue um so well i'm curious have you watched um astro's video on it you know don't yeah, astronomy for I people did. that don't know i mean just it's once again it was i i know i sound salty all the time but i love the shit out of this game um once again, it's it, it feels like they were put in the game by people who don't play the game. I mean, how? Yeah, you don't. Yeah. I mean, some of the things he pointed out were like in outfitting when you're clicking on one, you have no idea what it does. I mean, you don't know right. which. There's no op- way to know what it does. Yeah, you you have no way of knowing that it has you know like hatch breaker and collector and refueling on the same thing. Right. You know, and there's a bunch of stats weird. listed, but they don't matter because. Things like the prospector doesn't have a, or the prospector limpet is like extremely fast or something like that. So you you it basically behaves as though, uh, on the stats page at least, as though it's got, uh, like the stats of something much, you know, much faster. But the collectors don't actually go that fast. Like it makes no sense. Yep. Yeah. It's going by if there's three different kind of limpets on it, it's giving you the best stat for the best limpet, whereas the other limpet on there, other limpets don't do it. I don't know. It's just, it's things like that. But yeah. at the end of the day, I like I threw the rescue multi limpet on my just mission running uh, phantom that I have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the other night, like I said, crash ran out of fuel. I'm like, Oh, I can bring you fuel I've, because I've I that. happen to have that. And I would have never had that ever in any situation right. otherwise. So, you know, it, they, they are neat. And the fact that they reduced the, uh, I'll go with mass. So tracks doesn't get twitched <laughs> out here. <laughs> and and uh, that, that their mass, they reduced the mass on them. So they're not as ridiculously heavy. Um, but I, I I have no problem with, I, I just like it's another option, you know. I, yeah. I have I have no real problems with it. I just hate the fact that you know, the UI in game doesn't show you what they do. You have no real idea what to do with them, you know, how they actually function, uh, and that always bothers me. They they need to just 
take some of these third-party tool makers and just put them on freaking payroll. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, when they're clearly using them, I mean, it's... So, so you found a use case that works, like on, on a mission-running ship, but yep. you put them particularly... Um, well, so we'll reference down to Earth's video again. Like specifically, he talked a lot about mining, and then the other big uh, use that I guess he, he's citing because he feels like that's where they were most requested is exploration. Now, exploration it's pretty much out the window because they weigh so much. Weight. Yep, you're just better off getting a bunch of size ones of whatever you need. Um, the size seven, like the the everything. That's only in a size seven. That's the only one that comes A rated. So it's the only one that you're not sacrificing some limpet quality for. And in that case, it weighs a huge amount. Well, I mean, it, it's not as bad as it used to be, but it's it weighs more. And that's they can't be engineered. So I mean, that would solve it realistically. Like if you could put lightweight on it, all this like most of the complaints are gone because you could lightweight the size seven for an exploration anaconda. You could lightweight. The, uh, several of the threes for whatever you wanted, your mission running ships. It's not going to make it okay for um, mining. Uh, the mining one is completely useless. No miner yeah. is ever going to use that because you, it, it at most is a class C, which means you get less materials out of the rock. It directly impacts the quality of the mining that you get. And then there's, there's this other bit where uh, technically it can have more limpets out than the same size regular controller so it's has an advantage that way but it's that's the total for the multi controller not it's not individualized so if you have like a size 3 can actually have four limpets in, instead of two out at a time so if you have the size 3 mining you can have four collectors out but you have to kill those collectors either by turning off the module or just killing them before you can fire another prospector. It's just scraping your belly on an asteroid. Yeah. To kill them. It just, it's just... But the thing is, like, it won't just. You could solve this. You, you fire another prospector, and one of your collectors deletes. Like yep. that would be fine, right? But that's not what they did. They made it so the trigger just doesn't pull. The trigger doesn't do anything. That's a failure. Uh, that doesn't work. That makes it useless for... Well, I mean, we, I basically... The Class C makes it useless for mining anyway because your prospector has to be an A to get the most materials. So no one will ever use it for that. So really, the, the narrow use case is, I guess, one of these for like a mission running ship where I, I'm still liking the idea of having hatch breakers combined with collectors and then maybe something else. I don't know what... Uh, those are really the two I care about. But maybe you could put, you know, if you have fuel on there, maybe you can respond to some of those distress signal things that are floating around. You know, that I remember when I first started this game, you find these signals, right, where somebody's out there and it's a distress signal and you drop in on there and it's an NPC who needs fuel or yep. something. And I can never help them with that because I'm not going to carry fuel limpets around while I'm just wandering the galaxy. I need those slots for things. Um, so maybe that makes that sort of that gameplay you know more uh, endearing <laughs> i don't know yeah if it's well enticing, that's now but it's endearing <laughs> like i'm dropping into random signals that i never dropped into in the past because of that particular issue i mean mm. what did you not just the waste of time flying there and then all of a sudden i need fuel i don't have fuel limpets sorry sucker you die and i feel bad about it but you can't but even it's just a waste fuel, of time like, you, yeah you can't you print, exactly 
you, the the instance would be gone if you left to get the fuel. <laughs> it was yep. so stupid that they were there to begin with. So now maybe this makes them less stupid. So are you trying them out? Are they cool? I, I've been, I've been hitting it? a few. Well, I'm kind of hoping to bump into things that I haven't seen. Like I, even on a lot of these planetary signals, I'm flying to random ones and stuff. Just, I mean, part yeah. of that is yeah. I've done so much in this game that it's looking for new stuff. You know, I'm just trying new yeah. stuff but hitting hitting signal sources is definitely and and actually being able to give fuel is nice you know it, <laughs> it is it is what it is instead i i you know we're all playing a game but part of it is emerge we all joke immersion man immersion. but it sucks when you're you know trying to be in your spaceship and you drop in on a signal source and the dude's like i'm out of fuel i'm gonna die if i don't get fuel well sorry dude i can't help you and you just leave it makes yeah. your character feel like a shithead unless you're teflon of course teflon would then just blow them up so they die quickly rather than suffocating but you know well, there, there's that them, side too he send them the fuel and then blow them up well yeah if you need a bigger explosion for sure right it's a waste of fuel no i just blow them up oh, oh. you can just ask me i'm here uh, yeah, well, that's us referencing you is asking you. Uh, blow, blow them up and then collect the materials and move on to the next one. Yeah, so you play a different game than I. We normally like give praise to the people that build these third-party tools, but Coriolis doesn't say what the multi-lipid controllers do either. Well, they're well pro- that's because they're pulling the information up. from game, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But then well, again, I mean, I mean, like, think about the third party tools just for one second. Imagine if they use the people who built Coriolis to put the UI for, you know, outfitting your ship right in the game. If you don't have it, it's it's grayed out or whatever, but everything is right there. And you could build your ship just like in Coriolis. And you yeah. can build it as strong as you want, and something's grayed out, and then all of a sudden that becomes a wish list. Oh, I got to go get this particular weapon and this pers- thing and this engineering in order to build this ship the way that I want it. It could be right in-game, like the Odyssey Materials Helper. That should be something that's in-game. It's so helpful and useful. Uh, so much crap on Anara, your ability to search systems and see what's going on. All of this stuff could be integrated in the game with just proper... UI and they mm-hmm. have all of the information. I know they share this stuff with these, you know, you know, a lot of these. Some are pulling it just from their files, you know, from the game files and stuff. But you know, they're helping. You know, Anara is getting stuff ahead of time, and and Coriolis. You know, they they they're they, they got to be getting some help from FDev on this stuff. But they should be figuring out how to get this stuff in game because you cannot play that if you play this game without third party tools you are a far better human being than i am it's all or I'm you're saying. masochist but is well, it there is that. like i mean to me like um one of the things like dubs had said was like um, a multi-limpic controller that can have like where i could put like fuel or repair limits on it it would seem like great to put on an exploration ship but isn't it like really heavy Did, didn't he say it was really heavy well, it they, is, they, but they have fixed that to a point. They're still heavier, and, and Tracks mentioned that just a few minutes ago. That uh, this, these, where most people thought this was a great idea was for exploration ships, and then they went and made them heavier was their biggest downfall. And it's like, yeah. well, uh, once again, it's another read the room situation where FDev screwed up. It's. Yeah. Well. Okay. I. I yeah. There's. There's a lot we could 
say sort of opinion-wise, I guess, about what where exactly the screw-up was, whether it was just that they didn't think enough about it or if they felt it was a proper balance. You know, like it, there has to be a downside over individual controllers or you would never use the individual controllers again, right? Um, yeah, but going straight to the weight specifically targets explorers, in my opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It it does so yeah so like maybe there should have been is there is there a type that is specifically for explorers or would the explorers most likely choose the everything limpet that to me that's what it is because when you're exploring you don't know what you might end up needing mm-hmm. like but, most of us the very first exploration a lot of us go on we might have brought a research thing and you know stuff like that and then we realize well this is never ever useful so i'm not going to bring it but you still you, you still never know i mean you yeah. know people well, like, will, people use a second slot for a second afmu which to me is just i'm not going to say the it's just asking so one word. can repair the other. <laughs> but why? I mean, seriously. I don't know. It's very silly. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's like the whole reason I brought, I built a, an exploration beluga was to be a support ship for when we do the big squadron expeditions, like distant screws and distant screws too. Yep. Yeah. You know, um, so I can be out there with my beluga and I have fuel and repair and all this other stuff. Um, the regenerating shield beams and things like that to help uh, if people get into into the shit out there, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you run out of fuel, you know, exactly. I can I can, yep. I can jump. I'm already in an exploration ship. I can jump over there and toss some fuel at you, you know, for sure. Have, or um, if you smack a planet too hard, I can uh, yeah. come in with repair limpets. And that's so maybe, where the multi-limpet controller would come in come in handy. But then making it heavy means you can't keep up with the group you're right. with. I, I don't know. It is what it is. So maybe we needed to be able to... I mean, we can buy them in different grades now, but they're not the right grades. It's it's like it's like E and C or something, right? Yeah, it's weird. Um, so it's Make sort them of like cheap and heavy. Yeah, well, actually, I guess B is the heaviest. Um. But anyway, um, yeah, make them engineerable would would probably solve this. Um, maybe the ones that are exploration focused should come in a D rated. I don't know. It's just a thought. Since that's the whole exactly, point of that'd be ideal. <laughs> yeah, because you don't need it to repair fast. You just need it to be able to repair you. you yeah, know, it's, like it's, at all. Exactly, and have it, being able to make it as light as possible, and it's just a matter of making it so that it doesn't become the you know the meta, the min max perfect thing. You know, then it right. keeps the others relevant because if you're going to, because like if I'm going to go mining, I'm not using a multi limpet. If I'm going to specifically, I, I can't even think of what the other ones were. You'd, you'd use the specific limpet controller. Yeah. But, well, the Xeno one is basically a repair limpet, but it, it also contains decon and research. And that's, and that's the perfect case, though, of you wouldn't use that because you want the limpet that repairs you as, you as much yeah. and as fast as possible I have as to opposed have a to just a. having repair. Yeah, you have to have an A. I need, but, I need a class A plus, in fact. You know? Yes. Yeah, I, I, um, I wish yeah. I had a class. I wish I could carry two repairs and put two limpets on me fixing me at the same time. That at would be ideal. Time. Yeah, my repair limpet can have three out at a time. Um, how come they can't all three be working on my hull? 
Yep, that's what no. I need. <laughs> yep, I, that's what I want to. I agree, but yeah. it is what it is. Okay, okay. Um, the uh, let's talk about SRV. Who has driven the SRV? Wow, nobody. Okay, we'll check <laughs> I, it out. I, I so there's a link in the. I there's a it, so yeah. There's a link in the show notes. Um, they one of the recent streams that FDev did. Um, including included senior designer Tom Cowell. I think I'm hopefully saying that right. That's how it's spelled. He talked, and I and it's been days since I heard him say his name. I'm sorry, Tom. Um, but he we talked a lot of detail about uh, Mr. The Cowell or Cool Q L K E W E L L, right? Yep, yeah, that's the one. Yep. So anyway, he talked a lot of details about uh, creating the, the the Scorpion SRV and sort of what it was intended for and why they made choices they did, a bunch of things about designing the the UI, changing it because the just pasting the other UI onto this ship like caused things to overlap and stuff like that with the new cockpit of the SRV uh, because it's a different shape and um, the way they designed the gun very intentionally to be sort of a, a scattershot situation that that eventually becomes more accurate the longer you fire. Uh, and stuff like that, and and he goes over it in, in some great detail. The whole thing, I, I I don't have access to it, so I feel like I shouldn't be talking about it that much. But apparently, it is sticky to the ground and doesn't boost very much. Yeah, so. it doesn't doesn't jump worth crap like the scarab where you can fly. It doesn't. It yeah. It handles much better. I haven't driven it. I've seen a lot of videos of people driving it and stuff. Uh. The thing is, is it's also a lot slower. So yeah. honestly, you know, a lot of things with the Scarab is, you know, it spins out real easy and stuff like that. But if you're only at half throttle on the Scarab, you're not going to be spinning out as much either. So I, I mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, well, it's, if, if, I, it, if it interests people, there is a um, there, a big part of this stream. They talked about designing the the driving characteristics and how it would handle and the tools and stuff they use for that i I thought it was quite fun um actually because it's all it is all very intentional and they they play tested a lot of it to kind of get it down to what they wanted it to be yes and i like i i I agree with a lot of what they did but me it looks like it should be this fast little thing but it's not my Mm -hmm. favorite thing about it is what you were talking about is is how the the gun works, how it starts out scatter shot oh, really? and then focuses as you shoot, you know, you get more accurate. That was a pretty cool design choice because then, you know, you can't just sit there and snipe people on foot. You know, it's more for Humans. fighting against, yeah, uh, it's more against fighting against other scarabs and shooting ships and things like that. So Goliaths, maybe, yeah, uh, Goliaths, you know, all, all that kind of stuff, which I thought was Pretty cool, actually. So, and and I I like my head cannon when I first saw it. It's kind of scattered, then it focuses as the barrels warm up, and then it you know hones in is the way uh-huh. that I see it. And it's I, I good good design choice, and I like that they thought that through because now I mean against personnel, you know, people on foot, the scarab is superior right now. You know, it's still is the uh, easier way to kill you know five or six people on foot, but sure. that thing will. Absolutely, but it's weak, right? You, you, a scarab. You, yeah, but the scarab could could possibly could be taken out, whereas this thing is probably much more resilient. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I, I'm just happy there's more stuff in the game. Yep. I don't know why they don't have a bunch more options. Cool. Well, 
because it takes a lot of work, probably. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then the next thing was uh, the fleet carrier interior preview. So I guess this sort of got, this is a while ago now. I know we're playing catch up here on loose screws, but anyway, this uh, at update nine, and I, I think it's actually been updated a little bit in the background since then, on, on included in some of the patches that came out after nine. There, um, the fleet carrier interiors actually got added into the game, but with no way to access them. But people very, very quickly found out that you could uh, glitch the free cam inside the fleet carrier, and then you could observe what was going on in there. And so everyone did, and so it became pretty quickly. We had sort of a free cam tour of the inside of the fleet carrier. So FDev decided it was time to actually just talk about it. So they did. Uh, and that's a pretty cool stream as well. Darren Halil came back to talk about that design and talk about some of its features and stuff like that. Did you guys catch this stream? I did. I don't know if anybody else did. But to me, it came off as, oh my God, they just added player housing. I mean, I, I, I wasn't expecting yeah, this. I was, I was expecting like a concourse like spaceports, but there's actually going to be like a ready room and there's going to be choosing the colors on the interior and stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. The, the arcsable stuff, like choosing the color on the interior, the arcsable part is um, pretty minimal. I feel I was really at this I, point. I'm just waiting for like, again, that, you know, we can put all the little stuff on our dashboards and stuff like, I don't know. That's the that's the money machine, and I just I keep I keep wondering. Like, I know I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth here because I feel slighted by the lack of VR support in updates. But at the same time, it's like this is this is where you guys get your money, right? Um, why why isn't this a focus? Like, this is such a an idea. Everyone is cre- screaming like, take take my arcs, give me all this stuff that I can put inside my fleet. Anyway, so yeah, player housing. To a certain extent, they you can change the colors of the thing, and you're the owner and the owner's team gets access to the special super secret room, I guess, mm-hmm. that nobody else can can be in. Um, and okay, so there's a bunch of vendors. Um, basically, you have all the typical vendors. Some of them, I think, are going to come standard. Like the bartender is going to be standard, and everything else is. I, it seems like if you have that service, then you'll have it. Um, do you have like a, there's like a front line and an apex. Those must be standard, right? Cause you, you'd need that to participate. Yes. You'd, you'd think, but who knows? They didn't Whereas get that the, in depth into it. That, the fact that it is modular, I, I did like, you're not yeah. getting everything, you know, well, like you're choosing Astra, what you have. At Astra is the shipyard, right? So you yep. don't you wouldn't get that I would think unless as an add-on because a shipyard is an add-on to a regular carrier, uh, and likewise outfitting. So maybe Pioneer Supplies you'd have to buy um, in order to have that. That that's what it sounded like, and you'll have like access to all the suits and all the weapons if you have that in your right. carrier. But you, but the cool. carrier owner has control of whether things that are considered illegal in certain d- jurisdictions are sold there, which I guess would be like the e breaches and stuff like that. Yep, that's that's yeah. my guess. And put that's a switch what it seems like. Yep, yep. Uh, but that's pretty cool. So I think we're going to have access to a lot more things probably. And then the, I guess the other big news from all that was that the bartender serves as um, a 
mat trader between players? Yeah, essentially like uh, the commodities market on your carrier now, the bartender will be that same kind of function for your Odyssey uh, mats. They didn't, I don't think they said specifically if it was like all the mats or just the ones that are tradable now. Because like there's there's some things that you still can't trade. Well, yeah, well, no, but in Odyssey, since you don't play, there's, there's, different types of mats like data isn't something that's tradable well it's tradable if you throw it on the ground somebody can pick it up but it's not uh tradable at the bartender for you know between oh, i truly different don't things. understand that exactly no the bartender is really barterable? confusing no it's not okay. the data isn't and then there's i uh, whatchamacallit hold on i'll look this up just real quick so some of them you, are like chemicals you've got goods assets and data Right now, okay. the only things tradable at the bartender are assets. So your chemical circuit and tech. There's three different kinds. Oh my god, that's and why I don't trade, get this. this you is, can trade like amongst chemical. Yep, you can trade amongst circuit, and you can trade amongst tech. You cannot trade goods, which is like your blueprints and things like that, and you cannot trade among your tech. But all of these are tradable with another player if you meet in person on on the ground. It's just awesome. And you, and you take the stuff out of your ship or your SRV, put it in your backpack, then you throw it on the ground and it appears as an iPad that they can pick up that they get. So it's 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 just it, it's 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 weird. I, I wasn't sure like before I traded the first time, I was like data. I asked uh, I'm saying data. Lieutenant Commander Data, I asked him, <laughs> do we go to like a, a, a data port and I have to upload this? Then you download? He says, nope, just put it in your backpack, throw it on the ground, an iPad will appear. Like, huh. And that's what happens. So, yeah, there's, wow. there's no logic or anything. But, yeah, I've traded with DJ Wiley, with Data, with Volt. You know, I've you, know, you kind of share mats that way. Now, I'm hoping the bartender will allow for all of these you know, the goods, assets, and tech to be uh, bought and sold at your bartender yeah. as a commodities market. If it's as the bartender is now, it's just going to be the same materials. But we'll have to see. I'm really hoping this is the true start of a player economy because mm. engineering mats are, you know, they're a pain. They're the thing. Yes, they are the real currency in the game. Mm-hmm. So cool, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's cool. Wait until you start playing Odyssey, you curmudgeon. I, I don't know. I, I, no, it's fine. I just, I, I just use it all. I man didn't, you know, I, I didn't understand it when I was when I was playing the the alpha and, and briefly um, the the when I had the the release version. Um, I didn't understand it then, I, and I and I guess that's why. So apparently, like. There are categories within subcategories. Um, yep, and apparently some of them are worthless too. Are we? Are we? Oh yeah, there's talking a, about the non-worthless ones. Well, that's just it. There's a whole lot of uh, uh, let's call it uh, vendor trash that you can pick up too. Eventually, learn yeah. what that is, and you don't pick it up. And I don't know if that'll be part of the even, stuff you can do. You can't even trade that like six to one for something useful at the bartender. No. Not at all. Nope. What? Nope. Be- what? Because, well, that's in the assets category. There are no assets that are worthless. <laughs> in the assets, you have chemical circuit and tech, and all of those are useful. 
but you can only trade chemical for so, chemical, circuit for circuit, tech for tech. And and then I, I don't know why I'm asking you about this. Never mind. Forget it. Everybody listening who has Odyssey probably knows this. And I, no, you don't have to I, I bet you me. they don't because it's so convoluted and, and complicated that I'm sure a whole lot of people don't still don't know how it works, even if they're playing okay. Odyssey. All right. Um, well, that's that then. Any other thoughts on uh, Fleet Carrier Interiors? Uh, I need to, to jump in from the bridge. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing is we'll be able to watch the jump from our bridge. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. And and in uh you'll be you'll be pulled to a seat when it happens, pulled to a seat. So it seems like probably no matter where you are, you'll just fade to black and appear in a seat and then the the commander and their team can watch from uh, I forget what it's called, but their private room. Yeah. And the head cannon on that, I guess, is because it'd be violent to go travel through the witch space thing. So, I want so the real sit in a seat. I want I'm the real. Sorry. I want a space sickness bag. <laughs> you want a bomb bag? I'm picturing. Yeah, but like, you're also um, the guy that wants to have sex with aliens. So, come on, man. <laughs> he wants I mean, to have love you ever with played, aliens. Have you ever played Mass Effect? Of course, the first one. Yes, and I had sex with aliens. Duh. Yeah. There's only one that alien. part of Shig's life is over now. <laughs> he had his fun. He had his alien thing. <laughs> I tapped that alien ass. Does your daughter listen to this show? Sometimes. But my daughter, I yeah, no, she's 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 good peeps. She's good peeps. Yeah, thanks <laughs> for making it thanks for making it weird, hate. <laughs> um okay. It is, yeah. So, um, oh, oh, now I'm being shot at. Rick, okay. Sorry. Is it by hate? No, it was just some data they didn't want me to have. Well, now I got it. What are you going to do? All right. It's anyway. not me. I'm going to Pleiades. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that that's what's going on in the game. Um, high hopes then for more continued bug fixes and nonsense. Um, I have, I have noticed, uh, a sort of community-wide impatience. The patience has run out for no word yet for consoles. Um, I'm seeing several of the big YouTubers are um, raising their voices about this now. You're seeing Um, the spike in shirt sales. (laughs) I'm not, unfortunately or fortunately, I'm not tracking shirt sales. But that's in, that's an interesting comment. We're going to take a look at that. Um, so uh, anyway, I that just popped into my head. Um, that that's going on. Um, t- t- talk to us in in show feedback. What do you, what do you, should we take letters? I don't know. Is this a thing? <laughs> what do uh, console what players it? think of of the or or anybody the the total lack of communication about console it it has it has gone on an awfully long time we're ticking over into the new year with no plan whatsoever we keep having we have no news we keep having console players buy pcs to play with us on pc i I don't know if that that's the the conspiracy is frontier owns a pc selling business on the side so they're getting (laughs) (laughs) they're getting pcs sold because yeah Curious if they're waiting for the beginning of the first fiscal quarter to. Is that where all the graphics are? What's that? 
Is it is that where all the graphics cards are going? Yeah, uh, so people can play Elite for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the best game. No, I mean like if FDev's got a PC selling business on the side and it's all one big conspiracy. Oh, they're the scalpers. They buy enough the graphics. They need to have a more popular game for that to be the case. Ouch! I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, in in better news, uh, I was I've been pretty happy with the uh, series that's come out from the Galnet News Digest's YouTube channel. So I put a, a link in the show notes here. Uh, Thirty three oh seven year in review. Um, so far, I think it's a four part series. I'm going in depth into everything and kind of topic by topic, taking it through the whole year. Um, which I think is kind of nice, right? To as a way to like remember everything that went on, but not it's it's chronological, but per topic, right? So one of them is going to be like the Azimuth saga, but it's all just that, and then the other one is like the the other bits of the story. So anyway, at least that's what it seemed to be when I was listening this morning. So anyway, I thought I'd include a link. Um, the other, um. The other community stuff I was going to include, did I, which I totally skipped. Here, I'm going to load up the page right now. So it's it's the end of the year, which means we have a bunch of podcast stats. Uh, the 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 year in review for loose screws, if you will. Um, so Spotify, who owns our hosting service, uh, produces a thing with a bunch of stats. Um, I will warn you ahead of time that. I have been happier with this in the past. Uh, this year, the website is particularly irritating to use and look at. It's way too much uh, moving graphics and not enough information on each page. However, I will try to tease out a few um, interesting things. Um, Chig, you've been keeping track of some stats of your own. I wonder if you might vamp for me for a second while I land a spaceship and then I can click over to this other page. What kind of stats? Uh, I have yeah, no you idea. Know, what do you track? Uh, show stats? <laughs> I, I track a lot of stuff, but I'm I'm I, I'm at least eight weeks behind. So I was going to put oh. together everything for this year, the minutes we did and all of that. And then I, I'm a lazy prick, so I didn't. <laughs> I, I could vamp something else real quick. Okay. What do you want to... You want to vamp something else then? I'm going to vamp... Or, I, I, I've got... Uh, let's let's call it a chick chat real quick. Okay, and then okay. and then Hold I'll on. and then I'll do even though yeah, we'll call it a chick chat. Okay, yo yo, it's chick chat. Derper 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 chick chat. Derper 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 what a cheese at. Derp 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 a derper derper derp chick chat. Derp derp. That's all I got. Your new oh, soundboard nice is super super clear sound compared to the shit that. You- used to pump through here i, I just yeah, want to say that's that. it's just it's just pure digital yeah through pure, this awesome new mixer i have <laughs> digital sound it's it's magic to my ears except high rapping is just wrong <laughs> on every level imaginable okay chick chat is going to be about cheese i'm sorry and then i'll have a cheese at the end of the show too but <laughs> okay. there's two cheeses in a row uh this is moto king posted a video in chick chat one day called How to Cut Every Cheese. Okay, I love Good this God. so far. Yes, it, it was, I'm like, 
Jesus Christ, that's going to be a long video. You click on it, yeah, it's like 45 minutes or 50 minutes. This lady actually goes through like every cheese imaginable and the type of knife you should use, why you should do it, everything else. And it was amazing. Wait, why you should do it as in why you should cut the cheese? Why you should, well, no, why you should use a particular <laughs> cutting method on a particular cheese. We all know uh, why we have to cut the cheese in every possible <laughs> definition imaginable. But I'm watching fun. this, you know, I didn't think I'd learn anything from this. This was like cheese porn. I'm telling you, I was watching this. <laughs> the greatest thing I learned, and, and it'll be the cheese of the week right now, is Racklet. R-A-C-L-E-T-T. It's this softer uh, Swiss yeah. cheese that is amazing, that comes with its own, there's there's this amazing invention, look it up, the Racklet Grill. It's like you put Racklet cheese in these little dishes underneath like a grill top that's above it, so you're grilling like vegetables and meats on top, and you're melting Racklet underneath, and then you combine them. It's like this amazing fondue type thing that isn't just dipping stuff in cheese. It's actually grilling stuff and melting cheese at the same time and then con- combining it. Mm. Look it up, people. Racklet Grill. R-A-C-L-E-T-T Grill. You can get them on Amazon. Don't tell my wife. I have ordered one, and it should be here soon. <laughs> Because I'm like, that could be dinner because you can just do this. Look it up. So that's that's my vamping was a chig chat about buying a Racklet grill. And go watch this video, How to Cut Every Cheese by Method nice. Mastery. Good stuff. So, I am going to look up that grill, but I would just like to point out that uh, cheese porn is not as appetizing as you think it sounds. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's all clicks and buzzes over here, buddy. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Didn't sound like anything to me. Yeah, it it sounds appetizing (laughs) on every level. (laughs) All right, right. back to your community news. Sure. So, so uh, here's here's the stats from the great overlords at Spotify. Um, Most of these are a little silly, and they don't give me a very easy to read sheet. So, sorry, this is the best I can do. Um, January eighth was our first episode of the year. It was called Twenty Seven Ram. It was the 69th episode of the podcast. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Score. This year, we got our first stream to a listener in Croatia. God damn it. I hope he's still listening. I love Croatia. I no <laughs> hey, um, Croatia. Where's the gimmicks from? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was... Uh, it. A lot Latvia. It was Latvian. Latvian, yeah, the Latvian apocalypse. Yes, my bad. Right, (laughs) same neighborhood, different country. Um. So apparently, our most listened to episode was number eighty-eight. Uh, which it doesn't include the whole title, but it says "find that release." Dot dot dot. It was on May twenty-first. Oh man! Oh wow! We we do a lot of we do some bad stuff here. Um. The let's see, the what I don't understand what it's telling me here. In its first week, listening peaked in the United Kingdom on Friday. Oh, oh, they're they mean about that particular episode. So apparently, that episode was huge in the UK. (laughs) Um, and then and then the United States on Friday, maybe it's a time zone thing. Um, that episode of the show was played in 14 countries. Okay, that's good. They used to tell me which ones they were, but now we don't care. We have grown 
uh, 34% in followers this year. Wow. So we, we picked up like four followers. That's nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tef. Um, 38 fans listen to us more than any other podcast. So big apologies to those 38 people. <laughs> people, seriously, get out more. Well, one's Jig uh, and one's me. <laughs> I, I actually don't... Li- I, I'm subscribed to the podcast feed, but I don't listen to it because, you know, except for episodes here. I'm not on. Yeah, I, I listen to episodes I'm not on. Um, so it couldn't have been me, you know. 19 fans spent their birthdays listening to you. So extra oh. special apologies to those people. <laughs> uh, hey, I think um, it's Tesnick's birthday today. Happy birthday, Tesnick. Yeah. Happy birthday, Tesnick. Happy birthday, Tesnick. Uh, four fans rang in the new year with you? What? Was, why did they say our first episode was on our first episode of the year was on the eighth, but I guess then people listened to us on the first? Four people? What are you what are, what are you I guys guess. doing listening to us on New Year's Day? Anyway. Um what, the first podcast they listened to through Spotify that year? Oh, could be, could be. Um, three fans listened on International Podcast Day. So, not doing well with International Podcast Day. Pretty poor performance there. <laughs> That's a thing? I, yes. I don't know. Uh, and I don't really know that what this means, because it's literally the, all the information they gave me, but 29 fans listened to most of your episodes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even say all. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. This is the dumbest stat I've ever seen. Um, okay, uh, I think that we're going to talk about... podcast day is September 30th. Okay, I have no idea why this is an interesting thing, but 38% of your fans listen to you between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. So that's Ooh. our most popular time of day. What time zone? I, it just doesn't even say. <laughs> no, just, I guess, I guess whatever their local time is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's a good released, time of day to listen to podcasts. <laughs> we released 2,109 minutes of content in 25 episodes. So this, by the way, this was compiled like uh, several weeks ago at this point. Um, it says, please remember to drink water. So what? I say no, I have, I have beer. Um, I coffee. There's water and bourbon. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Anyway, that's that's about it. So, forty-one episodes, twenty-nine countries. Wait, this screen says we gained fifty-six percent new followers. The other thing said thirty something. So they're just making up numbers. They're just they're just. I think they're completely bullshitting us. Um, not happy with it. Spotify. In, in no, is that past, just on that Spotify then? Uh, you know, to be honest, I'm not totally sure um, because Anchor is submitting to everything and they do yeah. get some stats back, but I'm sure Spotify has more of their own, you know, more control of what gotcha. they can gather. Um, but honestly, like in years past, they've given us a bunch of charts with which countries and all this stuff. And th- this is this is really sad. What they've produced this year is is quite terrible. Um, and there's really irritating graphics that make it very hard to read all at the same time. So We're very disappointed, Spotify. Yeah, yeah do Spotify, better, Spotify. Get, get bent, dude. You need you need to do better because you're <laughs> actually very bad. Fucking figure it out. Figure yeah. it out, Spotify. You honestly like this is like this is your whole thing, and you can't do a good job of it. So, anyway, 
But I guess whatever, our podcasts show up in the feed on, on time, so there's that. Anyway, so that's what I've got. Um, Sweet. Yeah. It's, I, you know, it, 3307, what, what, what more can I say about 3307 that hasn't already been said about, you know, the third? Ooh, I bought a new mouse randomly. Oh, cool. I got, I got the Logitech, uh, whatever, G302. Is that sound right? I'm not sure. Sounds I was, right. I was super excited. I got it, and then I started using it, and I was really annoyed because when I moved it, there was this clicking noise, and it was the scroll wheel. And I'm like, why is that so loose in there? And it was so sensitive, the scroll, that I would change weapons just moving the mouse because you can change your weapons oh, on foot by scrolling tension. the mouse. There wasn't yeah. enough tension. Well, guess what? This mouse has a button that goes from a free wheel, like frictionless wheel that you could just flick and it'll spin for like a long time, like a fidget spinner. And you hit a button, <laughs> then it becomes indexed. So you get a click for each thing. Oh, and you detents. can switch between the two. Yep. You can add detents are the best. or not. Yeah. And I had no idea that that was a thing because it was just smooth rolling. And I'm like, hey, this is really nice and smooth. But it was too smooth and it clicked when I moved it. Now... It clicks when I move it, but it clicks when I roll it, if that makes sense. I'm an idiot. But, yeah. So, I, I was really yeah. starting to hate it at first. I thought it was defective. And then I found a button. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'd share I that. A, I have a wired Logitech G5 that I've had for at least 15 years. Still going strong. It's, like, weighted and everything. I guess yeah, nowadays this, the cool thing is to have super lightweight mouses, but back back in my day when you played a first person shooter, you wanted your mouse to have a lot of weight because it gave you finer control. You couldn't just exactly. sling it by accident. So you yeah, wanted I a have, mouse that could knock out a horse. That's right. This, like so, I've got one, weight plates yeah. inside of this thing. Yeah, this one has the weight plates, and I can switch them out. I can go like half a gram here, two grams here. Uh, what the hell? Yeah, my yep. mouse needs to be half a gram on the right side heavier. Is that really a thing? <laughs> Apparently, it is. But oh, mine mine only has one plate, but I've got it fully loaded with all the heaviest ones. So all the four point five gram. I've got eight four point five gram weights in this thing. Oh, yeah. Never changed it. I got a Steel Series Rival Three that actually works on my mouse pad, which is super nice because my old one would jitter. Ooh. Oh, you like the like it wasn't reading correctly? I think it was trying to read like through the fiber. Hmm. But uh, man, it's it's been so nice. Like it took me a, little, a few minutes to like get used to, but it's super nice to have a, a like an actual mouse pad now instead of a piece of paper which is what i had been resorting to <laughs> wait what's wrong with a table like my all my the mice i've ever seen will work on a table it just doesn't feel very good and we decided a piece mouse of paper. it's mice or mouses well okay so so this this what what i can't remember what night this was but yeah chig unfortunately proved Ruined to your, me yeah. inconsequentially that uh, in the concept, i mean uh, it, it, irrefutably that uh, it is definitely at least both of those are correct. Why are you listening to Chig? No, he, he, I didn't. I, I, I went and he, he pointed me out to the thing and then I verified. He was being pedantic. I pointed yeah. out, you need to relax. And he looked it up and he relaxed. Yeah. yeah. Turns out Chig was right. Um, 
Hey, hey, can you tell that to my wife? Hold on, I'll call her up. (laughs) Yeah, you do that. I have to say that. I have to say Chig was right because otherwise it carries no weight uh, many of the dozens of times that I say Chig was wrong. I have to be willing to actually be right, you know, actually admit that he's right when he's right. Hey, it's taken me months and months to sell people on the Phantom, and now everybody seems to be jumping on that bandwagon. No, you no, you don't. <laughs> I, I've always loved the Phantom. I just never put it in a combat role. Yeah. Everything else, for sure. Oh, my God. I just, I'm flying to, uh, uh, sorry, dude, this is off the Nebula. Top. I'm flying to, uh, um, oh, God, what's the name of that station? The station um, in Salerno. The pretty one in Salerno, yeah. Gosh, yeah. I can't think of it either. I just targeted it. I can't remember. Artemis Lodge. Artemis Lodge, that's the one. And some there's a carrier in the system that somebody has named the Temple of Syrinx. Anybody, any, of you, any of you get that reference? Nope. That is a reference to probably... Probably my favorite album ever. Uh, if Nurgle was here, he'd get it. Um... Oh, so only super old, old, old it, people get it. It is it is Rush's twenty one twelve album. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is like my favorite one of all time. It is Neil fantastic. Go listen to go listen to the entire side one of twenty one twelve. Oh. It tells it tells this uh, fantastic story. See, Teflon already hates me. I think Rush is one of the most overrated bands in history. Just <laughs> throwing that out there. <laughs> All right. I, I love Rush. Do we have anything else we want to put into this podcast that's not Rush related? Cheese of the night. Well, it's cheese not of cheese the of night. night. Do you I have a random sound for that? Is it cheese? Do you have a ran- yeah, random sound. A fart would be good, I suppose. I don't have a cheese. Let's see. I don't have cheese. What do I have? What do you got? I- e. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I mean, that's entirely possible. I am pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, Dubs, Dubs is on the podcast now. Perfect. Once again, uh, tonight's cheese isn't going to be cheese because I already gave you a cheese earlier. I'm just messing with everything at the end of the year here. What I'm going with is I tried scrolling back to find out who posted it, and I can't, couldn't find it. It wasn't in Chig Chat, so it was probably in general, and that means it's buried under hundreds of comments. But somebody posted a product that people put uh, cheese in to keep it fresh and said it should be my new catchphrase. And absolutely, I've been saying this to people. It's, uh, <laughs> what is it? Oh my I God. Yes, it's uh, stay fresh cheese bags. That's what I say <laughs> as I leave a room now. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't uh, it fun what a comma that, can do? <laughs> yes, a, a comma would just makes it so perfect stay fresh cheese bags bags. and that's that is a great line i'd never called anybody a cheese bag in my life now people are looking at me funny that's nothing new though that's fantastic well thank you all for joining me on the very last podcast of 3307 from the loose screws uh and thank all of you out there in the world including croatia for listening Um, We hope you're listening between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., which is just the the best time to listen to this podcast, turns out. If you (laughs) like the show so much, we would really, really love if you would actually send us a letter. Come come, um, 
feet. No, I'm just kidding. I was gonna like with to, a stamp. I was going to try to convince people to write a letter, but let's let's actually not do that because this I could see a whole can of worms opening up before me. Let's and just self address stamped envelope to to Trex's home address, which is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not. So um, let's go ahead and invite you to the Discord. You can go to discord.io slash loose screws. There's a show feedback channel there, but frankly, we watch all the channels. So, you know, yeah. do what you want. Put put stuff Christmas in the right Day, place. Matthew Lee Willis. <laughs> That's who, who did the yeah. Stay Fresh Cheese Bags. Yeah. All right, Matthew, thank you so much. That was epic. Way to go, man. Um, so yeah, listeners, if you're not in Discord yet, like, come on, what are you, what are you doing? You're really blowing it. You're blowing this for yourself. Um, and uh, besides joining us in Discord, we'd love a rating and review on your podcast app. Um, I know nobody does that anymore, but I'm going to keep saying it. You know, deal with it. Uh, we have a merch store at loosecrewzd.com uh, where there's mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, and all kinds of other stuff. And apparently people load it up for Christmas, which is outstanding. And there's, uh, you know, consoles in my right shirts are there. so. Uh, punish me by buying them. And that's it. Hey, Last thing, yeah. uh, events. We always have stuff going on. Tuesday yeah. nights is CQC night. We That is one that, since we started it, we have had at least half a dozen people. And we've got people from the CQC Discord showing up. We had yeah. Commander Beers, who lives in England. He stayed up to 3. 3 a.m. his time playing with us the other night. And it was good. Com- Competitive fun, and we have a blast doing it. Show up, we get enough people to do team death match. We start getting multiple lobbies. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm mm-hmm. trying to bring yeah, CQC cool. back, and uh, we'll All be right. planning some other events as well. Uh, we want to do a little bit more PvP stuff. We actually haven't had just like regular regular old bounty hunting nights in quite a while. Um, those are trickier because when the wings split up, the stuff like that gets a little strange. But it doesn't matter because we're all getting paid anyway. And I'd love to do more Thargoid stuff too. So, so we'll see. Absolutely. Time's limited, but anyway, um, come join us. It's loads of fun. Thank you, Chig, Hate, Teflon, uh, Nurgle. Even though he wasn't making it on the show, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's gonna be it. We'll see you next time. Stay loose. Stay so screwy, and uh, you know, see you next year. <laughs> so screwy, you can't handle it. <laughs>